Welcome to episode number 12. As we record this, this as I record this this morning, we always, I don't know why I keep doing that. <clears throat> as I record this this morning, we're a few days away from 4th of July. The tour to France is completing its first week of racing. Uh, started a little bit earlier this year. Uh, it's, it's interesting how cycling is racing, bike racing is uh, big, so big in Europe, but yet we've not been able to really get any traction with it here in the United States. And um, although cycling as a recreation is, is big, um, and especially coming out of our what we experienced in 2020 and you know you, you, you can't you couldn't even find a bike there for a little bit on a at a shop and and even then they're still on back order so much so biking is as a recreation is 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 a huge um, and especially around the area here <clears throat> where we live is it's big because we've got trails and um so you see a lot of people out riding. You see a lot of uh, bikes uh, around town on the back of cars. And then, you know, there, there's big events. Um, there's um, huge bike riding events that, uh, you know, draw five, ten thousand 10,000 people in a week. Uh, you know, thinking about the ride across Iowa and similar rides like that so you know in general it's huge but um just doesn't seem to be able to um go anywhere with racing and i think it's just because you know we have so many other sports to that people follow and it's um but it's exciting to watch i enjoy it it's fun to watch and it's been an interesting first week of the tour so uh, we'll see how things go over the next three weeks with that and, and and speaking of cycling, uh, <clears throat> I was um, reminded of uh, the issue that we have. I shouldn't say reminded, but um, uh, tying cycling into um, those that are fighting human trafficking. Um, a, a good friend of mine recently had comp- completed a 200-mile uh, bike ride uh, for Break the Cycle organization, <clears throat> raising money and awareness for human trafficking. And I can't say that the United States, we as Americans, um, take this or are aware of as a whole, the epidemic, <clears throat> the um, issue of human trafficking in our country, and how it needs to be taken more seriously. You know, and and especially when it comes in, in the realm of <clears throat> prostitution, and 
when people say, oh, well, it's, it's harmless and it needs to be decriminalized and whatever, it's like, no, it's not harmless. Um, there are women and sometimes men that are involved in this that are um, held against their will. And <clears throat> this needs to be continually fought against. So uh, I'm not going to give a lot of stats. I'm not going to give any stats really, I guess. But other than to say, look, the information's out there. If you look at organizations like Break the Cycle, Truckers Against Trafficking, um, there is a lot of data out there. And I hope um, that it would bring attention people's attention to it and understand how serious this is and how how much we need to fight against um, human trafficking and, and, you know, human sex uh, slaves and uh, put an end to some of that that's going on in our country. <clears throat> kind of moving away from some of the heavier stuff. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm a big fan of the NCAA baseball uh, tournament, uh, um, the World Series there in Omaha. And I guess it recently concluded, <clears throat> but kind of lost interest after this, the, the NC State um, debacle. And again, the NCAA proves that they are um, not well organized, um, have maybe some ulterior motives to some of their decisions. Um, some may even say they're corrupt, but just the way that they handled the situation with NC State and not allowing them to play because <clears throat> um, a few, a couple players had um, tested positive um, for COVID. <clears throat> it seems like it, seemed, it was a little bit contradictory um, when you were allowing uh, the stands to be completely filled and not testing fans or approving um, that they have a, a negative test or vaccination or whatever. It seems a little contradictory to, to be able to say that you're going to hold the players to a certain standard but not the fans. And so it seems like that that could have been handled a little bit better. Um, and it doesn't matter <clears throat> to me if it was a team coming back through the loser bracket or a team like NC State was 2-0 and and poised to do well um, and potentially win the championship. It doesn't matter. Um, I think that at some point, common sense, and like we said before, common sense needs to take over and And realize that, <clears throat> um, you know, this the, these decisions affect um, people largely, and um, sometimes that some of these things are misguided in in their nature, and it didn't make sense to um, not allow them to have as many players uh, that they as they needed, um, just because a couple ones had tested positive so it just didn't make any didn't make any sense on how that went and 
speaking of not making sense, I guess, and kind of moving away from the sports things, you know, it's, <laughs> I, I can't grasp mentally the, the, the thought process when, or the logic behind when somebody, a person who works hard to uh, look busy or that goes around telling everybody how busy they are um, and it's more work than actually doing their work and uh, you know it just it, it defies logic I guess because it is more work than actually doing your work and then, you know, to go around and, and say, hey, oh, man, I'm so busy. I got, you know, got a lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, I, I think it, to me, what I think is more um, useful, more productive is to, A, do your work or, B, you know, take the George Costanza approach and, and just look annoyed. You know, just, just go around looking annoyed all the time or deep in thought. And then people realize that maybe they're at least assume that you're busy doing something productive because you you actually uh, uh, you know have the 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 thought process or the looks of of being busy. So just just some things to think about if you're if, if uh, for those people that. Um, you know, spend all their time trying to <clears throat> convince people that they're busy um, when they're actually not. And we'll wrap up this week's episode. There, this episode, episode number twelve, uh, with a couple of things that uh, I heard. <laughs> I heard one thing I heard this week that was kind of, or last week that was kind of interesting. Um, I, so I was. Uh, overheard somebody talking actually um it was explained to somebody how <clears throat> explained to somebody how he got a speeding ticket uh on his record he had it on his um license and and uh said that he was on his way to the class reunion because he had heard that a cheerleader that he had dated in high school was going to be there and she's single and he didn't want to miss her so he therefore he had to speed to get there um, before anybody else could could snag her, snag her up. So <laughs> you know I, I've heard some interesting things o- over m- uh, many years of being on this earth, and I, I, I got to admit that that one was right up there. That one is is pretty good, but another one that I'll never forget <clears throat> was I had experienced is. Um, we had set a guy up for um, some work, a job, and and um, ended up not showing up. But he had left a message over overnight, <clears throat> and he said that um, couldn't make it because his his wife had died. So <clears throat> the next the next morning, we got the voicemail. I thought, I thought, well, I better call and you know see what's going on, and and um, so I called him and. Uh, uh, a lady answered the phone 
And I said, hey, is, is so-and-so there? I don't remember his name, so I'll say John. Hey, is John there? He's like, no, he's, um, he's away right now. Um, I can, something I can help you with. I'm, um, I'm his wife. And, of course, I, you know, I was pretty much uh, caught off guard at that point. Um, so the only thing I could do is react and say, wow, it's a miracle. It's, it's a miracle. And, and she says, what are you, what are you talking about? Uh, what, what, what are you saying that for? And I said, well, because, uh, you came back from the dead and she started getting a little agitated and she's like, what are you, what are you talking about? And I said, well, your husband left a, f- a message on our phone last night that, that he couldn't make it into work because you had died. And, uh, called this morning and you answered the phone and so obviously you're alive and and at that point she hung up and I, I don't know if she was agitated at me or agitated at her husband but uh I thought that was pretty brazen there myself is to to to, to say hey I couldn't make it to work because uh you know my wife died so but um you know <laughs> I guess it takes all kinds and and that makes life interesting so uh Fourth of July. Hope you at this point, by the time we release it, hope it was a great one. Hope you enjoyed it with your friends and family, and um, got a chance to relax and enjoy some fireworks. Um, and please stay safe, stay healthy out there. And until next time, as a great one, or I'm sorry, as a famous man once said, "Au revoir, go far."